We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Uh, 8-12 now, Steve and Ted, and uh, the debt ceiling debate uh, is going on. Is uh, Congress and, and the president trying to come up with some solution to keep from uh, defaulting on on our obligations. And Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern is with us this morning. Good morning, Jared. Good morning to you. Okay, so we we need to get this done. And, of course, we've got this. Mm-hmm. We've got an extension now to, what, June, but they need to get this done. And are they making any progress? Hey, listen, I, we always kind of joke about that extension till June. Because <laughs> I, I always say that I think the one – I don't have a lot in common with members of Congress except for, as a journalist, um, I live and die by deadlines. Um, I don't get things done until it has to be done. Uh, and Congress acts the same way, right? So I don't expect any sort of like big major breakthrough uh, much before June. I just That's just the way Congress works. It's a lot like the press corps, right? If you say that you need a script from me by noon, you're not going to get it at 10. <laughs> well, that's, that's true, I guess. Uh, if you wanted it at 10, you would tell me you wanted it at 10. Um, so, uh, that's, and listen, I say that because it, it speaks to kind of, you know, the runway here that Congress has, right? They are in a position where there is some time to have these conversations. Um, I think the most important step moving forward uh, will actually happen in a couple of weeks. Both President Biden and House Republicans will release their budget plan uh, in March, we expect, March, April. Um, that will be our first look. Uh, what cuts are Republicans looking for as it relates to federal spend? Uh, what revenue enhancements, what tax increases is the president looking at uh, on his side of the ledger? Um, that's going to have to be the starting point of any negotiation, you would think, um, because, listen, there is not going to be a debt limit increase that happens likely without some sort of companion uh, legislation or at least companion agreement on um, sort of a, a long-term fiscal strategy between the president and the Republican Speaker of the House. I am personally not buying any any conversation that says uh, Republicans or anybody wants to touch social, touch social Security. That's just one that they, they, don't, they don't mess with Social Security. Well, no, but yeah, I mean, listen, this is based off a couple of things. And I think the president has used this more as a negotiating tool than anything yeah, else. Right? Yeah. He basically, at that State of the Union, got Republicans to boo the idea of cutting Social Security and Medicare to kind of put that on the record, right? Um, that being said, he also said in remarks yesterday that he'll believe it when he sees it. He's sort of challenging Republicans now uh, to put forward what they would cut. Um, because, listen, Social Security and Medicare are the biggest drivers of federal spending, Right. Um, but they're also sacrosanct. Like, you're not going to cut them. It doesn't mean that you're not necessarily, you know, there have been proposals. Paul Ryan and others have proposed, uh, George Bush pro- has proposed reforms to it, uh, and they've usually floated like a lead balloon, right? They just, they don't get a, a lot of agreement. And so with that off the table, um, you look then at what we call discretionary spending, which is basically defense and non-defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
defense is generally not something that has a lot of agreement on cutting, particularly right now, given everything that the country's facing as it relates to China, the war in Ukraine, all of that, right? Um, so then you're left with non-defense. Well, that honestly makes up about 35% of, I mean, it's a small amount of federal spending. Um, and it's not enough, uh, really, to reduce, like, trillion-dollar deficits. Um, and so uh, this isn't some. My, my point being, this isn't something that, like, can happen in a year or two years, right? It has to be kind of a, a longer-term strategy here, and it's going to involve revenue enhancements and things like that as well. And so, again, that's why I say it's important what the president's budget is. It's important to see what that counter is then from House Republicans. That's going to have to be a starting point, I think, in these conversations, uh, between uh, President Biden and, and Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Having uh, studied Social Security for several years personally, uh, yeah. there, there are some, as you mentioned, there are some really fairly simple measures that could be done to make that uh, that account solvent for, for the next uh, 50 years. But uh, Congress has not. There had, are, but yeah. there's, always, I mean, there's always an issue, right? I mean, you know, there's been talk about raising the retirement age, right? Yeah. Right now yeah. you are eligible for Social Security at 65 when the law was passed, uh, 65 was much older than it is now, right? The life expectancy was not what it is now. There was not a belief that Social Security would be paid out for the amount of time that it is. But who's, so who do you make, where do you start that, right? If you're 62 right now, and now you're told that you're not going to get Social Security until you're 68, is that the right way to handle Like, so there are, there are always sort of nuances that, that make some of these reforms very complicated yeah, politically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, listen, uh, it looks to me where we've got dear, darn near full unemployment, so they should be getting enough income tax coming in, you know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I would think that there, there's enough money coming in to overcome anything they want to spend. But I guess that's not true for the government. Huh? Uh, it, it's expensive to run yeah. a country of 320 million people. <laughs> it, sure, it sure is. Hey, listen, <laughs> thank you, Jared. Appreciate your help this morning. Right. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern. Helping us out on the debt ceiling debate, which is, uh, as he says, probably not until they got a hard and fast deadline will they'll do anything at all. 817. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.